Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rashford, he's in here, he scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Hello guys and welcome to another episode of Mugga. You're joined by me, Stevie, and I've got three other guests with me today. How you doing, fellas? Yeah, man. We're good still. Yeah, you got a regular on there. He's the regular. Yeah. You're looking at the one. You've been you've been a low-key irregular though. You've been low-key irregular recently. Yeah, come on. Bro, I've been carrying the shit, fam. You know my thing, huh? I've been He's carrying the shit, fam. Me and Dre, bro. Yeah, you look stressed with it, fam. <laughs> what happened to your ring light, Timmy? I was at my yard, bro. I'm at my mom's oh, still. Why are you trying to get me, though? Yeah, no, 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 this no, is this is what no. this little idiot does, yeah. You leave him alone, <laughs> and he's gonna fire at you. So you know what you can do, No, 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 no. It's all friendly vibes. It's all friendly yeah, vibes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before I get into it, um, obviously, got to shout out the Discord. I don't know if you've been following it of late, but always know it's popping, lively and active in there. I know we've done the live show uh, in Dawson yesterday, so a good chance to get there. And if you like, haven't listened to that live recording, go and check that out. Um, the podcast up on Spotify and iTunes now. Um, and we also got some Patreon content coming for you lot. 
this week i know mariah's got a couple of top 30 episodes to release we've got some other watches as well coming so stay tuned for that but for today obviously we're going to be reviewing first and foremost the southampton draw um last week i saw so many think pieces on why united are gonna win the title why we're gonna do so well this season and i just thought right now nah, this was a game against leeds this always happens and then come this week we played a team that pressed us in shock we didn't get the three points. Uh, Dre, I'm going to start with you. When you saw uh, the lineup come out, what did you think? Did you think we were going to we get another away win or what did you think was going to happen? I thought whatever lineup we would have put out, we, we should have beat Southampton in it. Like, when I saw that out at what, one o'clock, I was like, yeah, three points. Like, I wasn't really too stressed, to be honest. Like, I would have liked to have seen Sancho start, but. I was a bit baffled by Greenwood starting on the right and bringing in Marshall. But mm. other than that, whatever lineup we put out, I was expecting to win, to be honest. Okay. Timmy, you said 9am's coming back. We saw Marshall starting up top, number nine. Greenwood shunted to the right because of Marshall. Did he impress you, Marshall? Were you disappointed with him starting, um, was starting Greenwood? Yeah, I I, I was annoyed still because my thing is I don't mind giving Marshall another chance <clears throat> because my thinking was he just wouldn't wouldn't will never have as bad a season as he did last season even if it's not a great season it's going to be better than what he did last season but after what Greenwood did against Leeds like it's it's criminal to move him out to the right for the next game after what you saw him do like the trouble he caused them for ninety minutes. It's just it was just absolutely criminal, bro, to um to move him for Martial, who hasn't hasn't completed a game since like March. Yeah. I, how long has he had? He's like had a forty five minutes in preseason and then like a fifteen minute cameo against Leeds. You don't just bring man into the starting lineup like that. At least someone like Sancho trained all through the summer, played a full season for um for um Dortmund, had a little bit of a break came back. So he's way more likely to be fresh and ready to go than a Martial who is still obviously regaining match fitness and still gaining match sharpness. So the play for me would have been Greenwood up top and Sancho on the right. But obviously Oli had different things in mind and he wanted to play Martial up front and that guy was dreadful. My word. You struggle to find a worse performance from a nine, from from a United nine in a long, long time. I think that's probably the worst performance I've seen <laughs> since the days of since the days of Rom stinking for us. That's a, that's a big statement. It was that bad, Rodney. What were you saying? What did you, you must have thought we had enough in us to go and to go and beat Southampton with that lineup. Um. The only reason I thought we'd beat, we'd beat Southampton was probably more so Southampton are terrible than we're good. Mm. So I didn't look at our lineup and thought, yeah, that's three points. They're still, when you play Southampton, they play with two up top. So you always know your centre backs are going to be pressed. And that's always an issue with um, Maguire and Lindelof. And then we had um, Matic and, um, and Fred. So there is four there immediately. You know those guys are not press resistant. So I always thought there'd be slight issues. The Leeds result I sort of disregarded because 
Leeds go down for man in midfield and were obviously superior to them in the midfield and they let Pogba go. So I was looking at this Southampton performance to really judge whether we're ready to not only challenge, maybe win the title. And looking at that performance, it's the same issues as last season. Whether Varane and Sancho start in changes that is yet to be seen because I still think the key is at DM. Mm. But yeah, I looked at the lineup, and just because Southampton are so bad, I thought I thought we win. It's not because I thought looked at the lineup and thought. I... So we lost him. Yeah, I think he's gone. <laughs> All right, Dre, I'm, I'm gonna come to you then. Um, obviously, Matic started um, his first game of the season yesterday. Sorry, not yesterday, two days ago even. Um, what did you think of, of his performance? I think they said McTominay was ill, so he couldn't do the whole 90 minutes. Otherwise, he probably would have started that match. Um, but when you saw Matic lining up, did you think, oh, we're going to get the good side of Matic? Or did you think um, this is a downgrade on McTominay? Um, I thought we were going to get a decent performance because he's looked decent in pre-season. And, like, mm. He's one of the few midfielders that's actually played, if not every game in pre-season, so he should have been ready. Um, I'm not saying it won't be worst performance in midfield because the guy next to him had a stinker. But um, if we're relying on Matic as the next midfielder to come in once McTominay is injured, and we're even relying on McTominay, that just shows you the whole problem in the team. It's the midfield, that, bro. That that area of the pitch needs to be sorted ASAP. We're not winning nothing. With McTominay, Fred, Matic. Did even give Van der Beek a look in? Like, oh man, it was disappointing. Just shocking. I agree with that. I think before I got, before I got out, what I was going to say is yeah, I think the selection was, I think if you're going to play Southampton, how will they press? I think you got to bring a Donny in and you, you've got to try and bring as many players who are pressed with this. And we don't have many options looking at that, but I felt Donny maybe could have come in, especially in hindsight as well, looking at how bad Fred was. But to go back to um, the Greenwood selection, I kind of get it because if you move Greenwood up top, I don't. the only other option is James at the moment because I don't think Sancho is fit. He looks quite heavy. Mm. He looks quite heavy. Footed. When he came on, he didn't look, he didn't look sharp, as he sharp, sharp as he should be. And he looks quite heavy footed. So he looks as unfit Martial to me at the moment. So I kind of get why we didn't start with Sancho because the only other option is to start James. And the only reason I'm seeing James start against Leeds is because you've got far more space to utilise his pace. So I kind of got why Greenwood started on the right. And it's just probably just one of them things where Sancho is just not up to play, starting games and playing 70, 80 minutes at the moment. He didn't look fit to me when he came on. Yeah, I, so, yeah, I kind that. of got it. It's disappointing because you don't want to move Greenwood from striker after that performance against Leeds, but I kind of get it because then the alternative is watching James stink up the place. So I think yeah, um, on the lineup, I think one of the main problems now that we have is obviously Marshall is Marshall in it. I don't think we've seen a good side of Marshall in, in going near on like eighteen months now, and. It seems every time he touched pitch and we get a little glimpse of hope for him, he just 
it's just not performing whatsoever. What's happening? I think we're being a little bit harsh, man. I think this. I think like Timmy touched on it. The guy's not fit. I think, and then the fact we couldn't sustain attacks, the fact we couldn't keep possession, the fact he wasn't getting good looks. Okay, fair enough. He should move a bit more, and there was fundamentals missing from that performance. But again, the guys come off an injury hit season. Like Timmy said, he's not played much football. He's just not fit. He looked heavy. He just looked off the pace. And he looked that, that way last season, to be fair, two people are criticising him. But I feel like maybe we've been a little bit harsh on him. It wasn't a great striker performance at all. Like, I'm not going to sit here and lie, but I feel like we're going over the top. Give him a few more matches to get to, like Timmy said, match fitness, and then see what he can do. He's still a good player, man. He still should be able to affect a game like Southampton. They're not a good side. They've lost two key players, one of them in the back four. He should have been able to yeah. affect that game, but he's just not fit. So, what do you think, Timmy? Is it is it a case of him not being fit, or do you think he's just regressed as a footballer? Um, <clears throat> I think he's not fit. I think he's regressed slightly, but I think the regression is because he's lacking in confidence. Um yeah. Last season probably took a really big hit on his like mental yeah. and his confidence, and he probably feels like he's not as good. Then he's seeing obviously all the praise that Cavani got for doing what a number nine, a number nine should do, yeah. and then he's seeing he's obviously seeing Greenwood in training and that doing exactly the same thing. So yeah. at the moment, like the, he's he's feeling the pressure, and um, the thing is like Oli's man management is so good that he should be able to sniff these kind of things out and he should be able to sniff them out early. He knows he'll be able to tell that um, Martial is lacking confidence. You'll be able to tell that Martial's not at optimum level. So the best thing is to ease him back in. Ease him in, like bring um, play him in um, Carling Cup games, play him in low-level Champions League games, let him get some confidence back so that when he does finally get um, brought into the lineup. He's ready to go. Um, yesterday, he weren't ready. Um, clearly weren't ready. Um, it's sad because, like I said, I wanted to be back in him again this season. I want him to do well. But he's just not ready yet, man. He's just not ready. When did he even um, get back into training? He got back into uh, training, what, like, last week? Yeah, two weeks ago. But he was, yeah. doing, he was doing his own training over the summer, although it was yeah. probably not. I know that he's, he's lost. He's lost weight. He's a, he's a, he's a lot leaner now. Um, he's a lot um, slimmer now as well. I know that he's he's lost weight. I don't know if that if that helps. I don't know if he's trying to get faster. I thought he was quite fast already, as it is. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I thought he he would try and like you know like build, build like muscle kind of thing because he's not, he's not the strongest forward. I don't know. Child, though, I think. I think earlier on in his career, to me, he was explosive. Mm. Um, yeah, he's lost like when he got on the ball, and, and I feel like that. Yeah, that burst, that acceleration, even in, in his trickery, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Gone. Gone. he doesn't seem to be able to surprise people anymore. So he's, he, I think yeah, he's lost he that. And it doesn't help you see, when you lack. To me, said when you lack confidence and you're playing football, you take two, two or three seconds longer to. Yeah be deceptive in your actions and when you do that at the top level it nothing comes off nothing works where things are supposed to be automatic for a player like martial and his technical ability he's thinking things through too much like there was mm. a there was a 
opportunity where Pogba the outside of the foot round the corner and he slowed down far too much. He thought about what he needs to do to get past the player far too much and he just yeah. killed Yeah, him. I absolutely remember that in the first half. Yeah, when you're lacking confidence, you take longer to make your decisions and at the top level, sometimes when you're when you're playing, you don't get that. You don't get that time. It's unforgiving. You got a it's got to be automatic and you've got to play off instinct, especially when you're a number nine or you're a wide man or you've got the technical ability of Martial. So yeah, he's man. struggling at the moment, man. And um, he's, when Cavani comes back and Rashford comes back, if he's not if he's not getting looks in the Carlin Cup and he's not performing, he's not taking his chances, come the summer, he's going to be in big, big, big trouble, man. Big trouble. Yeah, 100%. But it seems to me he might just need a move to like reignite his career. Like I think I think that's unfair to United. I, I don't think I don't. We've Oli's given him the platform that like, we've given him games. We've stuck by him in the season when we sold Rom and stuff like that. Like mm. so, we've given him everything we can. We've given him the platform. He doesn't have a manager like Mourinho. He's got a manager like Oli. I think it's just he's letting himself down at the moment. And the fact that we're saying he needs a change of change of scenery shouldn't reflect poorly on United because we're doing everything we can for him and our other nines or players we play up top perform so I don't want it to seem like United are doing him injustice it's just Martial at the moment mm-hmm. yeah definitely um, Timmy you you touched on uh, Oli's man management I think that's one of the one of the things we always give Oli is, is one of the good facets of, of his management skills but um, some people have been saying he's been managing Van der Beek very, very poorly. Um, two games in, again, Van der Beek was looking sharp in pre-season. He's obviously gone and put on a bit of weight. People are saying he's come back determined, but so far, no minutes. Um, what do you, what'd you, what'd you take of that situation so far? Um, bro, it's really strange, man. Like, he's not seeing any minutes on the pitch, like, it's bro, it's 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 very, very strange. I don't know why Oli doesn't I don't know why Oli doesn't trust him because he's had he's now had a season in the Prem, so he knows he knows the pace of the of the game. He he understands the team a lot better. Like he's not he's not a newbie anymore. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. He's he's a squad he's a he's a squad member and he's a senior squad member at that. Um this is a guy that's been to Champions League semi-finals. This is a guy that's played Europa League finals. This is a guy that's bopped Real Madrid off the park, put in solid performances against United, put in solid performances against Pochettino Spurs. He's a very, very good player. Um, and I can't for the life of me understand why Oli doesn't give him a chance. I can't for the life of me. I feel like Oli wants... Oli wants the attack to just be able to play as fluid as possible and, you know, like not really defend as much as they should. And so he compensates for that with two defensive minded um, midfielders that he can he can rely on. Because as well as as much as we all know that Van der Beek can play in the pivot, Van der Beek also can play um, 10 as well. In fact, I'd, I'd say that he's more natural. He's a more natural forward player than than a six. So he's more of an eight or ten than he is a six. Mm-hmm. And I think um, Oli's probably just thinking like defensively. He's just not. 
he's just not reliable. It's kind of the same thing with um, Pogba. Defensively, you know that you could get a liability in there sometimes. You don't really know what player you're going to get. And I think Oli just goes with what's tried, tried and trusted. Um, I think, and I'm not trying to help him here, but he'll look at the fact that um, Tom and Fred, did they only lose one game when they played together last season? Might have been something crazy like that. I know they were, in the top six games, we conceded very few, didn't we? Yeah, they they play very well. That like, well, to Oli, they they're, <laughs> they're solid many, together. Though, did we? I mean, we don't win many top six games with them. No, we didn't win. Did we? we beat Spurs once. I think yeah. that's the only game we won. Oh, we beat City obviously as well. I don't think we won many with them last season. We didn't lose many, but we didn't win. Not top six games. We didn't. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't win many top six games with them. Definitely not. Yeah. And um, this is the thing. I think it's time for Oli now. He needs to make a change. Um, be it McTomin, be it McTomin Van Der Beek, be it Fred and Van Der Beek. Just try something different. But Van Der Beek has to be playing now. He has to be playing. We paid, we paid forty million for him. I don't even think the guy's completed fifteen hundred minutes for United. Crazy. It, it seems that like, it seems like if Bruno's not injured, he's not going to play. And that even now, Lingard is, Lingard is now going ahead of him in the pecking order anyway. Yeah. Very so even if Bruno is injured, it looks yeah. like Bruno's going to get the nod. Um, it looks like Lingard will get the nod over him anyway. One of the rumors that, that um, he was going to play two eights and run holding. Yes, yeah, so that that was the thing. That was this, this this pipe dream that everyone has of, of Oli playing. Um, 4 3 3, bro. Let's just get it out of our heads. That would have worked if we signed a DM. It's never going to happen. If, if Oli will forever do the pivoting. And I think the DM, signing the DM is more so he can play Pogba next to the um, midfielder in the um, um, the midfielder in the, in the pivot. Because as soon as Rashford comes back, Rashford's going to need to take back up that left wing spot. Right, and Pogba's going to need protection, and he doesn't get enough protection from Van de, um, from Fred or McTom. So a DM really would be to ensure that Pogba can also play six with them. In my in my opinion, because I don't see Oli going four three three. I don't see it at all, man. Yeah. Just not that way in crying. He loves the four two three one thing. He loves the fact that Bruno's doing bits um, in the ten. He's he's just not going to change it up. I, I wouldn't say. Yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree. Um, Dre, what, what did you think of the match as a whole? Then I think, like on the face of it, if I if I review those ninety minutes, I know we didn't have a huge amount of clear cut chances, but we had enough attempts on their goal and we threatened enough. I think to to win the game. That being said, though, defensively we also looked shaky. And any time um, Southampton like really stuck it on us, they also looked like they could. Uh, they could go and bag the the win as well. So, what did you reckon of the performance as a whole? I feel like it just mirrored some of the performances from last season in terms of like we just felt like we could just turn up, probably play a little fifteen minutes and get the game done. Like, I wasn't too bothered about everything leading up to the equalizer because I knew we were going to score in it, but it was mm. everything after the equalizer. Like they showed it on Monday Night Football, like. Everything after the equaliser, Southampton had more shots on goal, more shots on target, more possession, more position in, in opposition third. Like, look, more possession in opposition third. Like, we were shocking after we got the equaliser. 
that was more alarming to me than anything. Like, I thought once Green scored, we're going to kick on and get the second and third goal and just wrap this up. Like, but it was just shocking. I don't know what, it, especially when um, Sancho came out, I was like, like, what's he doing? I don't think he knew what he was doing when he came on the pitch. Like, yeah, I saw him. I saw him on the right. I saw him on the left. He was. Uh, he, he, he was. He didn't seem like Rodney said. He didn't seem sharp yesterday at all. Uh, uh, Martial substitution should happen at half time. Like uh, you're brilliant off Matic for McTominay when you need a goal to win. Should brought on Van der Beek or someone else like that could influence the game. That like, that was two points dropped, and especially in the season where if we want to win the league. These are games where we can't be dropping points. Like, we should be laying down a marker, especially after last week, and slapping up Southampton. Like they were literally there to be beat. Yeah, 100%. Rodney, you said like, off what we did last week. But Rodney, you said Southampton very poor side, didn't it? Um, after we got the equaliser, though, I thought for for about ten minutes we looked like the goal was a given, and then something something yeah, changed. Yeah, do you know? And then it like... was just downhill from there. Breaking down the game, really, first 15 minutes we were okay with some poor defending for the goal. Southampton came back into the game after the goal, thought they dominated until about half-time. Then we came out again, we looked a little bit better. Then we got, obviously, our equaliser. But after the goal, I feel like the team thought it was a given. Mm-hmm. And they, we went, we were just going through the motions. We, had, we, looked, we looked threatening, but it was... The problem is, it's just we're going to go back to DM. You can't sustain attacks. You can't keep possession. You can't. You can't get the ball in good areas to the attackers, because we don't have a midfield that can help us sustain attacks. And when you're trying to win a game, that's what you need, and that was our issue. And then we let Southampton back in the game. They did actually. They did really well to get back into that game because. In those 10 minutes, we, we did look threatened. But after that, I think Southampton took the game away from us and we just we didn't know what to do. My issue, this is what I was saying before the Southampton game, the players and the manager don't know how to manage games. Mm. Like They don't go into games knowing how to manage different situations. So like when we were 1-1, they went gun-hole for 10 minutes. But when we, wasn't, when we didn't score, it's like, OK, well, what do we do now? And Oli was like, well, okay, what do I do now? Like, I'll just leave the team as it is. And mm-hmm. to be fair, there was enough on the pitch. It's not really Oli's fault. It's enough on the pitch. They should have done a lot better. But I, just the players don't know how to manage games. Like, there's not that player on the pitch that can say, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. This is what we need to do. Calm down, keep things ticking, keep things moving, keep probing. There's not that player on the pitch. We've got a player like Bruno who sort of, epitomises how, how we play in the sense that everything is rushed, everything is, oh, we've got a score right now. So I just think mm. after we got that first goal, the team rushed it and then ran out of gas and then Southampton came back at us and we just had we had nothing to give to them after that. It's re- it was really, 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 really poor. After you score again, there's still like, I believe, 25 minutes or something of the game. Yeah. So you've got enough time to relax, to chill. You've got enough on the pitch to be able to score goals. And everything was just rushed. Everything felt like, okay, we need to score in that moment. Okay, you smell blood and you want to score as quickly as you can after equalising. But calm down. Take your time. And the team just didn't do that. They ran out of gas. And as you, uh, without a DM on transitions, we were getting battered and we were getting pressed. 
the back four were just making so many errors in the last 20 minutes. I think Maguire made several errors. Mm. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. After after the goal, it didn't. Uh, after that five or seven minutes, it didn't look like we were going to score, which is alarming. Yeah. So who's who is that player then who kind of comes in, transforms our fortunes, like in terms of keeping the ball ticking, managing, controlling that tempo? I think, I think at at very best, we might have forty million to spend if we ship off Lingard. At worst, we have nothing. Ruben Neves. Yeah, I think I'd, I'm not the biggest fan of Ruben Neves, mm. but I feel like he does, he ticks the boxes in the sense that we can keep things moving with him. Um, 40 million is a lot to spend on a player that I do feel we're going to have to upgrade once the team progresses even more. But in this moment, realistically, with our budget and who's available, yeah, I think Timmy's right. That That, that is who we're going to have to look at. And then maybe we can... The pivot with him and Pogba, I don't know, man. But we need That's to get someone who can, who can start getting the ball into the attackers, man. But you think what you think Nevers would be a stopgap? I don't. Yeah, I feel like I don't feel like he's a long-term solution. Mm. Especially if especially if Pogba's gonna go, he's he's definitely if, not a long-term solution. So if he's not a long-term solution. I'll definitely have him for two, three years until Galbraith is ready because what I'm seeing from that kid right now is quite brazy, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Saying, Chuck Galbraith in now, no, yeah. Right, I know he's only playing at Doncaster, yeah, but my, <laughs> eyes, my eyes are open, bro. Doncaster, we need our player back. Come Listen, on. I'm telling you, yeah. Wait, he's like he's kind of like the flavor of the month at the moment. I know Sebi's mm. Sebi's been talking about him for a while. I know Reams has been talking about him for a while, but this boy's actually playing men's football now, and he's getting ninety minutes week in um, every three days for Doncaster, basically. And I've not seen one bad performance from him. No, I'm not watching ninety minute games. I'm watching the extended clips that most people are watching, but he's got everything that we're looking for in. Um, in um, a deep line playmaker, um, he's good. He's good under pressure. He can play out of a press. Um, he can break lines very, very well. He's assured in protect in the possession. He's technically good. Uh, he's got the makings of a top top player. And if he keeps progressing as he is, we won't need to buy another um, DM after Neves. Yeah. Two three years start um, start playing Galbraith. And if Pogba does go. Which obviously we hope he doesn't. But if he does go, Neves is more than capable of playing in that Pogba role. Can't play it as well, obviously, but not many, not many um, midfielders can. But Neves isn't just—he's um, not just resigned to being a six. He can also play as an eight. He was—I'm sure he played a—he played ten in a couple games for um, for Porto while he was at Porto as well. Um, I think that's what Sebi was saying, but yeah, he can play. He can play anywhere in the centre of midfield, Neves, and he's a he'll, he'd be a great player to have, and he's an upgrade on what we have because outside of Pogba, don't have we got a better centre midfielder than him. Yeah, yeah, big facts. Dre, have you got anyone else in mind, or you're you're back in the Neves shot as well? Back in the Neves shot, Neves. Um, he probably leaves the summer. 
got half of a plane at Copace, Pope or Neves, then I'll get Basuma next summer. Mm. But, wait, Neves would just improve everything going forward. Defensively, I'll be a bit worried, but going forward, he'll just get things moving a lot quicker than with Tomine and Matic. Yeah. So I'm all in favour for Neves' journey. Okay. All right. No, that makes sense. I think I think it's going to be interesting to see if we actually do the business. I think what's there? What one week left till the transfer window closes? I don't think yeah. we've we've put in a bid. I don't think we've been speaking to Wolves. So I'd be very surprised to see. Um, we haven't offloaded. Yeah, we need to offload before we can bring anyone in. And yeah, I don't know. I don't think West Ham have put in a bid for Lingard either. They're not going to. I'm telling you, at 25 million, they're not going to. <laughs> Well, you think he's, you think he's Kurt, Well, they're looking at Kurt Zuma for 28 million, and they're, they're obviously negotiating with Chelsea and, and whatever, they're trying to convince Zuma to go to West Ham. I still, I don't I see them paying 25 million for Lingard at all. And I, I think we've only got rid of now is it um, Brandon Williams and Brandon Williams Pereira. and Pereira. Pereira, there's not, there's not even a loan fee, and we're playing half his wages. Yeah, it still makes a big difference because he's still on quite a bit of money. But we just we need to the our asset to be able to buy at the moment is Lingard. Is Lingard, yeah. And that, I think that's who we get the most money for. But how and much yeah, do you know? Until we offload twenty five. They're saying twenty five. I think we should try seven for three. To be honest. No, nah, he's on. He's what? I think he's on one year left now. Is it? Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know how I don't even know how long he's got left. But for him, I think the move just move, moving this summer, well, off the back of what he did at West Ham, just makes so much sense. So, and he's just he doesn't seem like he's pushing for it. I get that he wants to grind at United, and I respect it. But to be honest with you, he's not gonna he's not gonna get many minutes, especially when Rush comes back. When Rush comes back, he's not gonna he's not coming off the bench. No. So no. So it's. For his career and how far he's gotten and all he's gone through and he's pushing and he's pushed to get back years is fantastic. But go elsewhere and play, bro. You're a good enough player to go to teams like West Ham and ball. Back your talent and go elsewhere, man. I think at United he's he's gonna find it very difficult and it's just gonna be a season wasted and all that hard work he did to get back and get alone to West Ham and perform how he did will be going down the drain. Yeah, I think he backs himself though, isn't he? He he thinks he's a player and like fair play to him. So I think he just wants to try and make it at United and have, yeah, have one. But you got to be realistic. You got to be very realistic because when Rashford comes back, you're not unseating Bruno, and you're not yeah. going to unseat Rashford. And on the right hand side, you've now got Sancho. So where do you fit in? Where do you, where do you get your minutes? Where do you get the regular minutes you need? to be able to perform at that level he was at West Ham when he was playing every game. Mm. 80 minutes almost every game. Maybe even 90. Like He was he was one of them that like, oh, can't take him off type of thing. Where's he going to get that level of um, confidence from the manager and that many minutes? I just, I feel like United, he's just waste, he's wasting his time. But I respect it. And this is boyhood club. And he feels he can do something. So great for him, but... He's probably seen the, all the black boys link up, and he's like, "Yeah, I want to own a uh, part of this." Yeah. <laughs> they seem to they seem to love him, and he's he's definitely he's definitely a personality in the dressing room. He's like yeah. Bruno was saying the other day, he's a funny guy, and he so he definitely brings that charisma and that 
fun vibe to the dressing room that you probably need when you challenge the titles and stuff. But does is is he really gonna? Do you really want to streamline yourself to our media man, our hype man? Like, mm. it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit basic. Like, come on. Uh, this, the the spokesman, the spokes leader, of the twenty twenty one and twenty two campaign. Timmy, what are you saying? Uh, how are the other competitors faring? Obviously, Chelsea. Chelsea bagged yesterday with, with Lukaku, <clears throat> Liverpool looking strong, City looking like City. Where, where, where are we looking right now? Well, they are still. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even say that with confidence, my boy. Well, no. Oh, hey, bro, come on. Hey, 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 hey. It's still 21 and 22, boys. Like, please. It's still 21 and 22. I'll, I'll tell man that for free. You get me? Um, bro, so Chelsea look really good. Huh? What, what, what do you think has to happen this season then for it to be like that? In regards to... We just, as well? we, just, we just need to... We just need to win the games that we're supposed to win and then do what we're supposed... And then do better in um, big games. If we win the games we're supposed to win... Then I see it, bro. Twenty-one and twenty-two. Yesterday's game—that's okay because you're gonna get games like that. Do you get what I'm saying? But out of like what fourteen whack teams, we need to beat eleven of them. You get me? But then, but then, do you see like Chelsea, City, and Liverpool beating less of those teams or more? Yeah. As so long as we beat, okay. So as long as we beat eleven of them twice. So and I'm and I'm talking about teams that we should be beating. Obviously, big six is different. We put that to the side. I'm talking about your Burnleys, your Brentfords, your Norwiches, and all them. We win all these games and we take six points like we're supposed to from two games from these teams. We're gonna we we are going to be up there, and we we must give a good account of ourselves in the big games as well. So um, teams like Chelsea, teams like Liverpool. Teams like City, they're all very, very good teams. We know this, right? But they are also going to come up against a team that's going to be stubborn, that's going to have a good day. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So United had a bad day, but really and truly, we had more than enough to win that game, right? Yeah. And, 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 I, and I'm not trying to do ifs or buts, but Fred scored an own goal from 18 yards, basically. Do you know what I mean? It's taken a wicked deflection. There's not much we can do about that. Um, we're also missing. We're also missing Rash. Our striker's not. Our striker's not firing. Sancho's not fully fit yet. You know, there's there's a lot of variables. But Man United in full swing with our best team. We're going to be very very hard to beat this season. I think the um, the concerning thing is to me the other like Chelsea. I don't know about City. City probably look a bit off the pace but they tend to start slow um but they'll they'll be they'll be in and around there i think liverpool looks stronger this season defensively even with van dyke back you just see like the range of passing he just gives them a different option um and chelsea obviously look stronger as well so i feel like the other teams have got stronger stronger by a bigger gap than we have in my opinion um and then um and then yeah our problems are still our problems like the Southampton game is sort of like trademark game that we'd go and face last season and we wouldn't get the three points because we know when teams press us, we struggle 
and we know we struggle when teams um when teams kind of sit in that mid or sort of low block as well and i can't see that changing i don't see what's going to change in the big games i guess sancho is probably the one game changer we have is he going to be enough i don't know uh, do you know what i will do you know what i will say about that though um mm. we generally tend to struggle against southampton of late anyway um mm. We, we, struggle we struggle against we struggle against their press. Yeah, I know we beat them. We beat them twice. We were two 0 down in yeah. the first game, and then um, in the second game they had an unfair red card. So it was it one or two? Two in the end, two. two red cards, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, it ended with two. I think it was the second one that was unfair. So in in fairness, like we we popped them in the second game. Um, but there aren't many teams that press with the intensity that Southampton press with. Um, then, that's one thing Hassan Hulls taught them very, very well. And um, it's a fixture, really, with German with German gaffers. I know um, Klopp and Liverpool do it as well. Yeah. But um, in a big game like that, Liverpool, um, in a big Liverpool and United game, Liverpool are going to tend to be somewhat more reserved but at the same time United will be happy to give them the ball as well so you won't see you won't see the press as violently as we see it with the likes of um, with the likes of Southampton and I just feel like in most games we're quite comfortable against against the presses especially when we can get the ball into the wide areas a lot of people like speak on um, Wan-Bissaka and listen Going forward, he's he's not it. I think we all know that. But one thing that Wambasaka does really well is he on that right channel, and the same thing with Luke Shaw, they get themselves out of trouble by playing the ball. Right? Mm. They play the ball out of trouble. You can see combination play, you can see pass and move, etc. So it's only really in the middle of the park when we've got the Freds and the McToms that they can get pressed into oblivion. Um, I can't remember who it was that was calling Fred the press trigger. Um, I'm sure it was against Watford. Was it Troy Deeney that did it? Yeah. yeah. They called Fred the press trigger. Right. So something that Oli should look at is against teams with intense presses, you don't play um, Fred because that's your trigger. You understand what I'm trying to say? So that was, that's interesting actually, because I thought at first I thought he played Matic intentionally because he wanted someone with a bit more, um, passing now um, and he didn't want to play uh, McTominay and Fred together um, and I thought Matic might actually show something but he showed that he's he's clearly clearly past it I think the only reason Fred started well Fred was always going to start but the only reason McTominay didn't start is because he wasn't he wasn't fully fit um, but it doesn't seem like we have much in the way of alternatives either Dre obviously you spoke about United going to a 4-3-3 but I don't know who I'd even put in that deepest position at the minute. Yeah. There's, the there's one, that. Just a go on, yeah. yeah, the only one I put in match just because he's actually used to playing DM, but that's not even a short-term solution. Like, he was yeah. so good yesterday that other people mentioned Lindelof putting him there once for Ransbit. Boy, I've tried that over anything right now because ah. Uh, we can't continue this season with just with match terminate for the can't run. We just cannot run. But well, we will. 
just to nah, answer. Nah, nah. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I feel like Saturn's going to come in the last few days of the windows. I think no, something. Not man. Not man. Something is. 21, just to go back to 21 and 22, I think Timmy made some great points, but I'm, there's, there's a few that just, to me, it's not only um, pressing teams that cause problems. It's teams that also sit in. Yeah. Those are those are going to be issues, and also just to with like when you line up Chelsea, City, Liverpool, United, and you line up the fourteen teams. In my opinion, this season you're always going to back those three teams ahead of us to get more points from those fourteen games, and that is a problem because you can beat eleven of the fourteen, but then your issue comes where the other guys are beating 13, 14 of those teams. And then you go in big games, needing results. And if we're going on last season's things, last season's performance in the big games, it's, we're not going to get them. So at, for me, the, the title, winning the title is completely out of the question. Challenging. And, and also everyone's like, yeah, you should challenge. You spend a hundred and something million, but it's all relative to what your team needs and also how teams are doing above you and what they've spent. Like Arsenal spent 129 million. You're not going to say they they should challenge for the title, are you? So I feel like, yeah, United should challenge, but let's be let's be realistic about what we're going to be able to do and going on. If Southampton is a blueprint of how we're going to struggle against teams that not only press but teams that are well organised, teams that sit in low blocks, then we're, we're we're in trouble, man. I feel I feel it's a it's going to be a fight for top four for us if we don't manage to sort of improve on what we needed to against Southampton. 21 and 22 is looking... It looks further away than 21 and 21, to be honest with you. <laughs> and that was always... That was always... Nah, nah, that, nah. Was, that was always... Nah. Nah. Last we're overreacting on what happened yesterday, mate. Yeah. I know we've seen it before. I know we've seen it before. Exactly. That's the issue. It's not but just We have players to come in, innit? Yeah, players to, I, to me, as long as we're yeah. in the mix in Christmas, and we've got Rashford coming back, Sancho will be up and running, Varane, then I can say, all right, cool. But we've then also, we're also, also going to have a so nine much. in Greenwood. We're also going to have a nine oh, in Greenwood. It's going to get you two in three, bro. Also, 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 like, our fixture list up until about the middle of October is very good. Like, all the big teams have to play each other in the opening weeks of the season, innit? To me, guys, man. If he's not hearing it, bro, I wish you would see. I said the most amount of points we can drop between now and when we play Liverpool is probably two. I've got. I'm now stretching to four in it. Like mm. we've got to turn all these games that we were dropping points at last season into wins. In it. So to me. Like, so what? So what have you seen though? What have you seen from last season going into this season? Is there anything you've seen that makes you think that the points that we dropped are this season going to be wins? Like I, that's for, that's the issue for me. I, I think, haven't seen anything. I think the thing the, the the two things that I've seen, yeah, is uh, Greenwood looks sharper from the start yeah. of the season. We didn't have that last yeah. season, so I think we have that, and we probably dilly dallied playing Marshall and. In too many games uh, last season at the start, and then also Pogba is playing yes. at a much higher level than and he was. Got, 
That's exactly what I was going to say. No, we're creating the a lot. He was playing that towards the end of the season, though. In the, in, yeah, in the and he was bagging, bro. And he was bagging. Yeah, but that's... It's not just, he got that's 10 league goals last season. Blood, that's not my point. He was still doing things. Did, he was doing this last season, blood. Do you get it? So even if he does again... Oh, so... Okay... I hear, I hear what, you're what you're saying. The different, the difference is though, he's going to play more. Yeah. He was. He started doing it at the back end of the season when a it had already been lost and b. No, no, um, no, 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 no. He didn't. No, no, he didn't. He didn't. It was. It wasn't already lost when he came. When no. he was playing. But, it, no, no, it was lost. When we were, no, 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 no. When From we like we March, Burnley, it was gone. No, but he was playing before that. Like, when we when he was playing yeah, against Burnley, Fulham. Fernley, Fulham, West Ham. Remember those games? We were still in there. Well, it was like yeah, ten the thing is, last season, last nah, season, we started, we started really poorly and Pogba, we had COVID Pogba at the start of last season. This season, yeah, we actually yeah. had Pogba, Pogba. But I forget about COVID Pogba. He was still, I would say, from February or something when he came back. Yeah. Was it the AC Milan game or something like that? Yeah. yeah. From then, on yeah, when he came back, we were something like six, only six points behind. City or something like that. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. Pogba playing at this level, it's not going to move the needle by much. Yes, yeah, I don't think games. I, I agree see, with you. I don't think it's enough. To move I, hear it. I think, but I think that we can't assess based on what we've seen against Southampton but because there's too many variables. There's too many variables. There's too many variables that we need to include. Right. So our best defender isn't there. There's a lot more. There's a lot more we're hoping for to go right. Than right, exactly. that's the way it is. Uh, did, we're well, hoping for. Now, I'm confident that it can go right though. Yeah, but that, so is everyone going into season, bro. But look at it realistically. We're hoping Varane comes in and shines. Mm. We're hoping Sancho comes in and shines. We're hoping Greenwood is. But they should in come in and shine. That's not a given, bro. That's not even Chelsea. They're just hoping Lukaku bangs. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think no, no, don't do it, don't do that, don't, 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 don't do that to Chelsea. Chelsea, <laughs> no, no, don't do that to Chelsea. Bro, don't do that, Rom is your boy, Don't do that to Chelsea. Chelsea, with with or without Rom, we're gonna be there. With Rom, they now they should be. No, I, I disagree. For the without, without, no, without Rom, without Rom, without Rom, they were gonna be there. They were gonna be there because they they were hard to beat. Yeah, they're hard to beat. They don't concede many. Well organized. They've got a they've got squad in depth for days. We're gonna be there with or without Rom. Rom just sorts of when now when you have Rom, you're looking at Chelsea as genuine. They should be winning that title. That's how mm. I look at Chelsea. But before Rom, I still would have said they were better than us. I still expect them to turn. But with Rom, you're saying actually Chelsea are favourites. So yeah. I can't. I we can't do that to Chelsea and say it's just wrong. Like, and they've got a good manager. They've got good squad depth. They still got good players. Yeah, I just. I think you guys are very optimistic, and a lot needs to go right. And seasons just don't really work like that, man. But yeah, it can. You. It can be lucky in situations. I'm do you not think? Do you, do you not think that our team is good enough to? In fact, no. Let's say that we get we, we bring Neves in, yeah. Mm. You bring Nevers in. Do you not think that our strongest team is good enough to rival any of the um, other teams in the league? But if we bring Nevers in, no, but yeah. then, no, if no, we no, bring no, Nevers in, in theory, but wait, there's other variables. Then squad depth. It's the manager you have. Like then it's 
go, you're going deeper. So yes, Neves will move the needle. I feel like it's more a manager issue than anything else in yeah, your also, eyes. But because if we, had a two call, if we had a two-call, I reckon you're both a lot more optimistic than you are I, right now. Our squad deck is bad, by the way. It's not, Agreed, it's, yeah. It's not, up to the, it's not up to the levels of City and Chelsea who are being tipped for the title, bro. Yeah, but who's what's Chelsea's um, squad depth saying? It's not great. It is great. They've got great bro. squad depth. Go through nah, I don't think... Now. I just think what they, they have is a very confident... They've got, they got Ziyech, they got Cho... They got yeah. Werner. Yeah, go on. Um, who they're gonna have in midfield? Probably Kovacic. They've got options. Kovacic, Jorginho, Kante. They've got options all over the pitch. They've now got bro, but we've, bro, we've we've got options. We've got options as well. The, no, the only key, thing we're lacking, but, only place we're really lacking is is centre mid. But our bench is our. We've got a yeah, good bench, bro. I don't know. We've got man. a good bench. Know. We've got players that Rashford are out at the moment. We've got players like Cavani that are out at the moment. We're hoping yeah, that, we're hoping that Martial is going to be on the bench. Lingard's on the bench and have a good player. Bailly, Lindelof. No, they, they, these good guys players. don't. We've got decent bench, bro. No, we've got, we've got, I think the squad depth is near equal. But the thing is, they had one equal glaring position they needed equal to fill in. Striker, they filled it in. We haven't filled in the... Um, They've got players that could come into the team that are just as good as what's starting. Right. No, they don't. I mean. that's, that's no, they, they don't. Do. Oh, no, they don't. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Mm. No, they stop, don't. Stop, stop, stop. Do it. Just do it right now with Chelsea, City, right. and well, not really Liverpool. I don't can't agree with Liverpool. But right. do it with Chelsea and City. Werner comes into a place wrong. Werner comes into a place wrong. Are they as good? No. Right. Ziyech coming in to replace Ziyech coming in to replace um, Havertz, are they as good? No. To replace who? Havertz. Havertz. comes in. Yeah, they are. Pulisic comes in to replace Mount, is he as good? Oh. Is he as good? But the level you're talking about isn't as big a drop-off when you're talking about players at United. So let me go through ask then. Aaron Wan-Bissaka, who do you bring in? Who do you bring in if he gets injured? He never Michael. gets injured. Let's, he never no, gets yeah, injured. Wait, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you. I'm, I'm gonna go through the squad. Diallo, okay, that's a major drop-off. If Pogba gets injured, who do you then bring in? If if Cavani gets that's injured, who do, do do then have? Like, come on. If Greenwood gets injured, if Greenwood gets injured, who do we then have on the right? Like, it's not there. The squad, it's not. Nah, like, bro. The drop off. The drop off is mad. This is what this is what you lot are doing. You lot are saying if Cavani comes in and has the season he has last season, if Sancho comes in and does this, if this player does this, like it's bare. If buts and maybes, but you can say with Chelsea and City, bro, these if buts and maybes are with all teams, bro. It's not no, just no, us. It's not no. no, but it's not as big with us. These, with these if buts and maybes are good to have now because we're only two games in, isn't it? So I can. We're, we're, good, we're good to go with these two, these little hopes, isn't it? I but think. I think you guys are. You guys are going to be. Rodney slowly fading into darkness is killing me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's because uh, you're like, breaking my heart with some of the things. <laughs> no, to be honest, though, optimism and there's delusion, man. But to be honest, I'm on your yeah. side, though. I'm on your side. I think a lot has to go right for us this season, and I don't. Yeah, think that's, that's, what, shot, that's what. No, Timmy makes great points. I'm not rubbishing him. I'm not saying he's chatting shit, or I'm not trying to. Like, it's not that. I'm just saying. I'm asking these questions because those are big variables we're talking about that move that has to. Move, 
that makes the needle move from us being mm. top four to winning the title. Those are big, big things we're asking to happen, bro. And other teams are better equipped for stuff like injuries, for difficult moments in games that like where managers make the difference. Other teams are far more equipped, in my opinion. Their drop-off isn't as drastic as ours in key areas. But we'll see, because if Cavani gets injured, that's you can bring in Greenwood. But then we're asking Greenwood, is who's how old, to then come in and have a monster season at nine. It's difficult for him. Mm. It's going to be difficult for him. Like you saw when he went up top against Southampton, he faded out of the game somewhat. And it's not his fault. It's just we couldn't get the ball to him. We couldn't sustain attacks. We weren't building properly. And there's little else you can do other than running the channels and work hard. That's not Greenwood's yeah. game. So if Southampton, when he went up top, is anything to go by, if we see that in 10 other games, he's going to struggle. Because he doesn't have what Cavani has. Yeah, of course. But he got his goal when he was on the right. So, I, I don't know, man. I think I rate you guys' optimism. You made great points. But I think there's so many variables and so many things we need to get right for us to even be up there. And even then, if we get it all right, if City and Chelsea get it all right, they're just so there's just so much yeah. more solid and better than us, in my opinion. But I'm a no, United fan. If if I want to see us do well, but for me, I, I can't. There's just so much wrong with what's going on right now. There's a lot right, and this is the closest we've been to being a fantastic team. But there's still so much really we need to work on, and there's so much we're saying that Chelsea and I'm sorry that we need to do and get right for us to be close to Chelsea City and also Liverpool who haven't signed anyone but they still look great they've got Van Dijk back and they still look like they're going to be able to do bits so for me there's still a lot it's more looking at other teams and how good they are rather than how bad United are I don't want it to make it seem like oh it's after two games what is he saying it's just more how good other teams are Mm. I I think that's fair I'm gonna go into listeners' questions. I think we've got quite a few today, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start going through them now. Uh, first one's from Mush with Varane's blistering pace, but Maguire's slow turning. Is it a good or bad idea to play a high line at United? There's really no other way as a top team you can play. We can't we can't not play high line. We've got to be on the front foot. So. How else, how else are we going to play? Are we going to are we going to have our back four sit in? Like we have to play like that because we're going to have most of the, we're going to have possession in in three quarters of games we play. So what we we have to we have to. But, yeah, play play but we could just play now. Huh? I, I think I think we've got I think it is I think there's nothing wrong with playing the high line because. Maguire is really the only slow, um, the only slow player in our back four, so he could he could be covered quite easily, be it by Varane or be it by um, Luke Shaw. And obviously, as Ronnie said, we're going to have the lion's share of possession in three quarters of the games we play this season, anyway. So going forward, like we're going to have to play the high line. Yes, we might get caught once or twice. Yes, we might concede goals once or twice. But so will every team that plays a high line. I recall City conceding plenty of goals. Um, because of a high line, so um, yeah, I think in modern football, the best the best teams this is this is what they play now, and um, it doesn't really matter about pace per se because 
again, we've got Wambasaka who's quick, we've got Varane who's lightning quick, and we've got Luke Shaw who was one of the fastest at the club last season. So yeah, uh, I'm not worried about the high line. Yeah, I think I think it worked. I think the balance of it is probably what you needed. Lindelof and Maguire didn't really have that balance. I think Varane brings the balance for Maguire to sort of shield Maguire's weakness and show off his strengths. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see. I think I don't think Highline is, is, is quite a big issue because we've got players who have good recovery and our fullbacks. And I'm hoping I'm hoping Varane is that player where Liverpool play the Highline with Van Dijk. Maybe not as good, but I'm hoping he's that sort of player in one v ones and covering space and dominating how attackers come at us. So yeah, I'm I'm not really concerned about a Highline this season. It's never it's I've never been concerned really apart from Maguire getting turned inside out 1v1. I don't really think it's been a major issue for us. I don't know if you guys think Highline is a major I, issue. I think right now we don't we don't play a high line. I think we just play like a like a mid like a mid midline. I, I assume if Laurent comes in, he'll wanna move the defense even further forward um to congest the pitch a bit more. I feel like Bayern play a high line. I don't think we currently do. Yeah, we do, we don't play the highest. Um, we don't, we don't nah, I think, I think we do play a high line. I, I think we do play a high line, but in German football, it's highlighted so much more. Players it's, are slow though, isn't it? It's hard for me to. It's hard. It's really hard for me to explain. But I know what Stevie's saying because I. But I see it in all German games. The space in behind is crazy. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I feel like I feel like that. Um, with like the bits last season, we pushed like 10 yards further up, innit? So I feel like maybe I feel like Varane's probably the replacement for Bayern in that terms. And when we can push 10 yards further forward, we have more impetus and possibly hope we could control the game more. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think, um, like obviously when we've got the ball and whatnot, all, like all our defenders are on the halfway line and further forward and whatnot, but I think like when, um, when the opposition have the ball deep in their own half, um, like so, like probably with their defenders, I don't think like our defense congests the pitch that much. We're probably sitting no, about agree, on, average, on average yeah. where you expect right, us. To sit. Yeah, I agree. I um, agree. But yeah, we'll You're see. Right. Um, okay, next question from Slim Papa. Uh, ignoring this PSG game, thoughts on Bayi playing right back? <laughs> Dre, you're looking puzzled. You're you're, you're not having any of that. <laughs> why, why though? Why would we? Why? Why, I don't why did we say ignoring PSG game? Did he play right back against PSG or something? Yeah. Right yeah. Because yeah, we played five at the back and one Saka played. Yeah, yeah he was right centre back, innit? I don't know. I don't know. I think didn't he's on about. Why was that? Why playing that game? Because when the two and Zabi played. Um, yeah, it's sure. very great. I don't know. I, feel like I don't think anyway. right back, though. Yeah, but whatever, can't, I don't know. I don't know. What does he bring? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not playing by him. I'm struggling to see. I'm struggling to see what, the, like, not to be rude to Yeah, the, I don't get it. The listener, I don't get because what does he bring so much more than what Aaron Wan Basaka on that right? Are we saying he's a better attacker? 
Is he gonna go up the wing more? Is he gonna put the ball in? Is he better defensively on the right? Like I'm I'm confused. What does he bring? I've got no idea. Right, right, right. He does too many crazy stuff to play right. Yeah. What uh, yeah, I'm confused as to I'm confused as to what 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 he would I'm trying to think why the listener would say that because I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I don't understand why why he would ever go right back. What does he bring? Yeah. Uh, uh, Slim, if you're listening. Is. Slim, if you're listening, hours yeah. tomorrow. And uh, yeah. yeah. Tell, tell us what yeah, you Mr. think he might bring to right back. Mr. Puppy, Mr. Puppy, let us know what's going on, bro. Papa. Papa, not Puppy. Slim okay. Papa. Slim Papa. Puppy. <laughs> Big Papa. Papa. Uh, Papa. Yeah. Let us know. All right, more one ups. Marshall's game has changed drastically since we brought him. Thoughts as to how or why? I think we touched on Marshall a bit earlier, but yeah. So I think I think we've covered that one. Uh, it's a good one from Jack and Max. If you could fast forward one member of our squad to his prime years in order to have the biggest impact on the current team, who would it be? I'm at Sancho there. I'm not gonna lie. Nah, bro, Greenwood. Nah, 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 nah. Greenwood. If we, if we Greenwood. could get Greenwood to exactly. 30 goals, 30 goals a season. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. That, 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 that moves the need. And that's what I think he can be at in two, three years. Let me just put that in there. I think that can be a big, big, big difference for us. Big difference. Because I don't believe we have a 30-goal striker. And if he's at 30 goals, then we've got Cavani's goals and then we've got Rashford's goals. It, just, it changes the complex. It's kind of like having mm. Kane in our team right now. That 20, do you think that 25 goals? Do you think Greenwood goes number nine for us though? Because I was uh, I was having this. That's the, natu- that's the natural pathway. He can't play on the right for his whole. Career. It is, yeah, that's yeah. yeah I, I agree. He can't play on the right. But if you look at all the top teams at the minute, like their their strikers are like Drogba, Haaland, that kind of mode. In that they're big, they're powerful. They can kind of do it all. Whereas Greenwood, he doesn't have that physical profile for me yet. And yeah, I don't think him, he... Brings... Give him time, yeah. No, because he's, he's got... From when he first busts on the team, he's got an yeah. way more physical... 100%. To, ...to him. He's got... Him. And even if you... Even now, you can't bounce him off the ball. You can't take the ball from him. So if we're talking about him pinning, man, that's not his game. Mm-hmm. But if you want to talk about, like, finishers, Rom and all these other guys, he's up there, if not better finishing... At this level now, so fast yeah, yeah. forward two, three years. Come on, man, this is it's a, it's a no-brainer for me. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. He's got to go up top. We can't leave him on the right. If we're gonna play him on the right, then I'm sorry, he's got to go and play somewhere else nine because he's got a for me, he's got a big, big future at nine. Big future. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. All right. Say nada, K. What does Fred provide that negates Van der Beek from starting instead of him? I'm going on mute, man. <laughs> bro, I wish I could tell you, bro. Fred must be going out on his door or something. Bro, that's the only way he's starting with that. I don't know. What does he do? I couldn't tell you, bro. I used to be on that Pastor Fred train, you know. That I used to go church with Pastor Fred. I was I was on that, I was on that train, <laughs> but not anymore, bro. Not anymore. He, yeah. Bro, Shaky one, shaky one. All right, let's move on from that quickly. Uh, BK underscore Omo. When Rashford is back, what do you think will happen to Wingbar if we don't sign a DM by Wingbar? I assume they mean Pogba on the wing. Goes 
He just moves back into the six. What else? Oh, it's going to be so hard. I don't want to. I'm enjoying watching him. I'm enjoying watching Wingbo, man. Yeah. Like, I was saying, yeah. day, you're not running. Yeah, you were. Like, was, it's like watching sometimes no, the things he does is like watching Neymar, Dino, like these caliber of players. It's just magical, bruv. Like, against Southampton, there was the one where he's on the edge of the box and he sort of just faked it with inside outside and then bam and he just here he he's some of the things he does is absolutely insane and he can't do that from a six man i don't enjoy his six performances as much as i enjoy winning but i want to see him doing those things that gets me on like, the edge of my seat that i think wow i'm gonna go watch that come i need to see that replay i really don't want to see the guy go back to six man i really don't want to yeah. especially if we don't have someone that's going to allow him to go forward I think it's gonna. I yeah. think this is another reason why he's saying, you know what, I'm gone, bro. Because you're seeing what a wingback can do, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. But I love what I'm, I'm not gonna lie. When he's done. I think Rashford might have a problem, like getting Pogba off the wing when he comes back. I don't think he's. I don't think Solskjaer is gonna rush him in. Rush is even if Rash is like half fit, he's getting back in that side. Like that's that's. I don't know. And he's. And then Pogba's gonna if Pogba don't go six, he's going right or some madness, some <laughs> But that's that's the thing. Last season I think Rashford had to play in it. This season we've got Sancho on the right. I don't like I don't think he's yeah, gonna let's be just, let's be realistic, bruv. Rashford's going just, in that side. Yeah, because of goals as well, isn't it? I think that's why right. Yeah, who knows what that side. the situation in terms of goals will be with the R mm. players by the time he comes back, in it. Because when you outside of Bruno and Greenwood and Cavani, I think, yeah, but then we've got Sancho as well, isn't it? I think, I think it depends on how we're playing when he gets fitness. Because if we're playing well, I, I don't see him just dropping uh, or just moving Pogba to accommodate Rashford. If we need him, goals, I think that Oli sees Rashford as like how Fergie saw Cristiano Ronaldo. Like he's the guy that can oh, make something. Like yeah, nothing. I agree, but he needs to stop it. But even though I don't see him like that, I think he's like this generation version. Of yeah, mm. but just got that star quality. He can mm. bring like he's got that where he can make something out of nothing. And we need those players on the side. I never want to see Rush on the bench, but I'm enjoying watching. But like in a team where I watch Fred, I watch Maguire and the, uh, Maguire get twisted up. Uh, Aaron Bissaka sometimes. I watch all these players making so much mistakes. I enjoy this Pogba out on the wing, man. And in a gloomy game, he brings he brings joy to watching like that, man. It's weird. Even, I feel funny even talking about Pogba like this. I don't, I don't really talk about him like that, but edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Uh, all right, next question, Cornelius. One after the Southampton performance, how detrimental is the lack of a proper DM? I think that makes up three quarters of this whole podcast, so I'm not going <laughs> to go into any more detail on that. Uh, United CM98, do you think Aaron Wambisaka will hinder how well Sancho performs? Yeah, there was a little bit of it. <laughs> There was a little bit, only <laughs> tiny bit. Like it was a little bit. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna reserve my um call because it was only twenty twenty something minutes in the port in a team where we wasn't there. I'm gonna reserve it. I don't know. I, I know. think, I just think logic dictates that if Aaron Wan Bissaka was good, he'd take men away from Sancho, 
and they'd have to cover him. I don't think they will be, or opposition teams will be uh, in a rush to do so. So I think Sancho is going to have to pull out blinders, to be honest, to, to sort of get time and space on that wing. So I do think it will affect him, unless Aaron Wan-Bissaka improves. I feel like because we don't even really play with a, like a traditional right winner, anyway, Jason Sancho is really a traditional right winner, isn't it? So mm-hmm. it don't matter who we play out there, Ram is still going to look terrible, isn't it? Like, but then I think that makes it even more important, though, because if Sancho is not going to give you the whip, then you kind of need Aaron Wambasaka to do that, to take men away from him. Otherwise, he's just going to be even more congested in the middle. Not because we've had these are two years of playing with, um, behind Dan James and mm. some of his Lingard that it will improve on the right just because Sancho is a much better player in it. But it's unless Rambasaka can find it in and to improve some parts of his game on that right side, then it's not going to improve in it really too much. But I don't think he's as bad as people make up going forward. But he is bad, isn't he? <laughs> I think he's not. He's, he's not. He's, you know what? Like, because obviously the game's moving to attacking fullbacks. It's like he's probably in the in the wrong moment in football. And yeah, like, he's probably in the wrong era. Pre- yeah. If you look at previous errors, you would say he his ability is what you expect from a right back. Like if you go in with previous errors, but there are fullbacks are taken such a prominent role in how they attack yeah he's not bad man he's like if you're looking at right backs over the years his his ability is what you expect from a right back but the game has just progressed so much more you have right backs and full backs in general who need to be attacking who play such a big part that they they probably they're more creative than tens are in the game right now like they're more important in that sense so He's just in the wrong moment, man. He's not a bad player, but in this moment and what the game needs, he's suffering, man. Yeah, I think... Yeah, go on, Tim. No, I agree, I agree. I think he just hit the nail on the head. Yeah, I think, yeah. With, with, um, with, obviously, with all wingers, like, back in the day, wingers were going on the outside. All wingers are inverted now, isn't it? So, like, he has to create... It's, yeah, it's a bit peak for him. He's in the wrong era, but if he's not delivering what he needs to going forward, it detracts a lot from my attacking emphasis on that side. Yeah. You know what I mean? It leaves us lopsided. Um, cool. Uh, last question from MI Visuals. Best and worst utility okay. player for United in the last 20 years? John O'Shea. Best or worst? But it's like <laughs> Hill Park, innit? You what, sorry? For best, for best, for best. Oh, yeah. Yeah, best, best. I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say John O'Shea. Okay. Um, could play in a, a number of positions. Uh, just plugged in the gaps wherever he needed to for Fergie. And um, <clears throat> Park was good as well, but I think Park was more used for big, important games, whereas um, there was a role for O'Shea in every game, mm. uh, be it centre-mid, sometimes be it centre-back, left-back, right-back, you know what I mean? 
be it as as the number nine when we're chasing a goal. Um, he was he was up there for us, man. He was a, such a good servant as well. So I'm gonna give it to John O'Shea as the best, the worst. Um, I can't really think of a bad utility man. I might have Miko Sylvester in there. It was Sylvester really a utility man though. He played. He played across the back, back line, though, didn't he? Maybe Quinton, not. Back and centre back. That's but yeah, I don't think he played right back. Who? Quentin Fortune. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Left mid. Terrible. Second mid. Terrible. You know what? You might be on to something there. <laughs> but I can't do that. I don't know, man. I think he was all right as well, Quentin Fortune. Maybe it's the little like bias. Yeah. 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 Poor first touch offered nothing going forward, offered nothing defensively. He was poor, bro. Surprised he stayed in there for like four or five years, isn't it? Like he's mm. poor. But I agree could, with John O'Shea. Could Owen Harbuse go down as a utility man? He only played DM for us, though. No. Oh, no, he played right back, innit? He played right back, he played right wing. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Mm. I'm thinking maybe him as the worst, and not it's got nothing to do with talent. It's got nothing to do with talent. It's just the fact that he was never available. Yeah, but um, I can't. I don't know, man. I don't. Utility men aren't supposed to be bad. Do you know what I mean? Like they plug gaps and fill hole and fill holes when needed. They're utility men because they can do a number of things to a good enough standard. It was decent as well, actually. Say again? Giggs was a decent utility man for us as well, to be fair. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> You're not going to reduce him to that? Yeah, yeah and I don't want to talk. Cool. Cool. I don't want to talk about Ryan Giggs still. Pardon? That's more to do with age, isn't it? Really, Giggs. Yeah, that's also yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Cool. All right. I don't think Rodney's coming back, so we're not going to hear from him. But that is it in terms of listeners' questions. Um, guys, quick thoughts against Wolves. Score prediction. We're away. Three, three, one. I don't think we're going to keep a clean sheet. Okay. Any goals for Sancho? Nah. Nah. Nah, not yet. Really great and Bruno Pen. If we score first, we win, but if we draw, if we go behind against us, we win. All right, cool. What's that, Kinder Bueno? He's hmm. opening the wrong way as well. Yeah, you look at what you're doing, bro. Yeah, opening it the wrong way. He's actually opened it like a bushman. Oh, <laughs> you, bro. Is that why you came off the stream, you right? You better go replace that, fam. No, uh, best and worst utility player in the last 20 years, Rodney Quick. The best utility player in 20 years? Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's a long time. 2001, isn't it? I don't know, bruv. Like, if you did that last maybe 10, I would probably say Blin's up there. Um, worst, I don't know. Well, I, don't you know. Know. I even forgot he played for us. Yeah, Blin is a good shout for you yeah. too. But I don't think he did it long enough. I said John O'Shea, innit? 
Yeah, I can hear that. I could. Don't she has a good shot. And Dre has taken okay. fortune down as the worst. Who did you say, Dre? That's the best John O'Shea, the worst. I'm quitting fortune. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So what What did you say, Dre? What? If we win, um, sorry, if we score first, you're backing we us for what? We'll, we'll, we'll pack in the rules. But if we concede first, then I don't know how we're going to break them down and score two goals. I mean, Wolves are struggling for goals, in it? So I'd be surprised if they score one. But then again, we are United, so... I'm quite interested to see how Wolves play now that they're not under Nino. I saw them against Spurs, and I can't remember who they played in the first game, but they, they created a few chances. I just don't think they took them. Um, obviously, Jimenez coming back from his, his massive injury, I don't think he's at, he's at 100% yet. But we'll see. What what score prediction are you going for, Rodney? Um, is Cavani back? I don't know if he's going to start. He's back now, though, isn't he? He's in training now. Yeah, I'll go 2-1 then. If he's on the bench, I reckon 2-1. All right. I want to see Varane start, actually. Yeah, I think Varane comes in still. You know, you slightly look like Varane. (laughs) It's not going to be me, Timmy, or Timmy, is it? (laughs) You must mean mean Dre, fam. (laughs) (laughs) I'm one straight. It must mean that's flipping hilarious. Am I the only one who sees it? <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, that's bad. But yeah, bro, it's a skin colour thing. <laughs> skin colour and the coolie <laughs> hair, bro. <laughs> Don't let I him do that, fam. No, nah, I'm gonna take it because I'm on the TLC. Because if you also say you look like Javinho now, man will start <laughs> the race card. You get me? Yeah, I'm gonna leave him with that one. I've got bare names I could pull out the hat. <laughs> Let's not do race wars. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it because you have to edit it. <laughs> uh cool. Um, yeah, guys, that's the end of the pod, man. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Much love. Gonna call it here. Peace. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you. Man, bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Sports Social Podcast Network.